uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Collaboration is one of the most exciting trends in technology. There has been a dramatic rise in the number of collaborative tools available and many argue that they will take the lead as the default work tool in organisations. But how has collaboration developed and do the current tools approach it from the most effective angle? Today I'm joined by Andrew Cheel, who is Digital Mindset Adoption Consultant at Atos. Atos are the parent company of Unify, and their collaboration tool, Circuit, looks at collaboration from a rather unique standpoint. So Andrew tells me all about it in this episode of the podcast. I started by asking him why collaboration has become so popular in organisations. In recent years, we've begun to see a fundamental shift away from dedicated, big-ticket communication and collaboration systems being the mainstay on an asset register of an organization. The the days of having bespoke PBX communication hardware installed in the basement of company premises uh, and operated internally and supported by armies of internal uh, cost center employees is rapidly being confined to the pages of history. The reasons uh, for this is really down to three things. Uh, The first being Aged communication and collaboration platforms have little or no intrinsic value after sort of three or four years. So the the resale value is is not high. Businesses must be highly agile in order to stay relevant to their marketplaces. Uh, And the third reason is operations must be extremely cost effective in order for organizations to remain competitive in the marketplace. And one of the things we see in across IT is the longer you have hardware, typically outside of a sort of three to five year window, the more expensive it is to run and maintain. So of course that then runs contrary to you know smooth operations and cost effective operations going forward. That changing model that we're talking about, is this a consumption subscription-based model that that we've seen become more prevalent? Absolutely. So the utility utility IT and cloud computing is is certainly coming along and having a profound effect on all aspects of IT and communication service delivery. And this is fastly becoming the chosen way of consuming these types of services really to match the dynamic world of business. You know, organizations need dynamic IT to keep pace with the dynamic way that, uh, that, that business is now underwritten. Um, and from an organization point of view, if, if I was an IT director or an organization CIO, I need and demand or my businesses demand a vast array of of choice and flexibility in the way that they, you know, the tools that they use and the way that they consume them. From that, I can also, if I if I'm buying in a service, a, a cloud service, I can then also tailor the contract uh, according to to my needs. So typically, we see um, a consumption model, cloud consumption model, uh, being somewhere in the region of a sort of twelve month to three year contract. You can get five years, but uh, you know, in that time, you know, you're expecting a, a, a lot of development and a lot of updates to uh, to come along. You've gone through a lot of the benefits of of the model there, but also there are this sort of this practice, this subscription basis allows a lot more flexibility in terms of, as you said, evolution in terms of 
development, but also potential rollback and risk mitigation in comparison to historical IT projects? Yeah, I think I think the thing to say there is, you know, typical IT type projects for organisations of, sort of mid size, you know, they're, they're sort of eight to 12 months projects before it's fully deployed. And then once you've got that hardware in to do any major updates, typically you're taking the system offline. So so you're not going to do that very often. And, and, you know, Unify has been in the PBX business for a very long time. We normally saw one major update a year. There might be a few patches uh, that come along uh, every now and then, but the, the major sort of functionality, the new features, would be probably once a year. But by the, by the time we'd released it and, a, and an organization had, had sort of deployed it, you're really into sort of the 18-month window. With cloud, because the organization is consuming it and the vendor is if you like, running that whole environment and also updating the software, we can now update that, that software at a, uh, at a very regular interval. So, so just to give you an example, in Unify, we have, we have our team collaboration system, which is now celebrating its, its fourth year. And recently, we, we released the 100th software sprint update. So within four years, we've released uh, sort of 100 software features and uh, and patches so that's a rapid evolution of that software and as a you know as a business you're just consuming that so you know, people go uh, go home on a friday night when they come in on a, on a monday morning uh, once a month there'll be new features there'll be you know a smoother transition in user interfaces or anything like that and of course they can then immediately start to consume that and and, and put that to good use Got, we've looked at some of the benefits of the model, and you mentioned it's the it's the fourth anniversary of of the unified proposition in this space. Your team collaboration platform, which which is Circuit, and I believe as well as taking advantage of a lot of the the benefits of the of the consumption cloud model, Circuit also looks at this from a very different angle in terms of amplifying the human element of collaboration, which which is obviously critical. Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good your technology is, if users don't embrace it and put it to good use, then then obviously it, it doesn't do what it's intended to do. And and, and we've got to we've got to realise here that that human beings, by nature, are resistant to change. You know, once they've got a habit, they they tend to stick with it, and they don't they don't change that very easily so, you, so as a vendor we have to try and find the compelling reason why uh, somebody would pick up a new tool or you know, start to work in a, in a, in a different way um, but once they do then obviously you, know, you can see some profound uh, effects so just to just to put that into some sort of context i go into organizations and and, and typically i tell users when we're when we're first you know, going to deploy a circuit that you know within the first hour of using it, they feel fairly comfortable with what, what how to drive it. Uh, within the first day, they'll be quite amazed at what they've been able to achieve, and within the first week, they won't want to put it down. So, if I can hit those three way markers, then I'm pretty confident that providing 
everyone in the organization or everyone in uh, someone's value chain is a circuit user, then the collaboration experience will, will be one that they, they immediately immerse into. And we can start to look at a, an ROI on, on that user and that value chain within sort of a month, which is, again, in IT uh, terms, uh, pretty astonishing because, again, if we go back to the fact that, you know, with the, the old-fashioned IT projects, you know, it took eight months to 12 months to deploy, you're, you're looking at sort of 15 to 18 months before you can start to go in there and, and look at what changes have taken place. And what are some of the unique features because I know you've looked, you've taken quite a unique approach with Circuit. So, what, what are some of the differences between Circuit and other competitors in the team collaboration space? So, so what we set about doing was aggregating both a synchronous world of, of sort of telephony and, and, and collaboration, real-time collaboration, and the asynchronous world, uh, predominantly sort of instant messaging and email, and bringing those two elements together into a, a web interface. So providing I've got a browser, I can get access to m my conversations. So everything sits around a conversation, uh, and the conversation is a one-to-one, -one. it could be a group conversation, or it could even be a community of, of like-minded people where I can share files, I can share textual th threads, which are multi-threaded, uh, so they can dynamically be updated over time. And then we sort of bring in the, the collaboration pieces of that as well. Now, the key thing for circuit and what we what we were trying to achieve, having a browser means that I can overlay it onto an existing infrastructure, and I don't need the latest and greatest IT on on desktop computers or Linux boxes or Apple Macs. You know, I, I can now sit circuit on top of that and give users a, a similar experience in fact an identical experience that's the critical part of it but also we we also support the the main smart mobile devices you know like the, the apple ios or the google android uh, operating system the other key element is you have now one account and you can access that account from multiple devices simultaneously so when I was talking about real-time collaboration, if you could imagine I was on a call um, and I needed to go out of my chair and go and find some information, I can move that call from my, my PC, uh, my soft client, over to a mobile client and the, the person on the other end of that phone doesn't, doesn't realize I've done that. So I can now get up out of my chair, still talking, still being part of a conference call and, and find the information that I need to do. When I get back to my chair, I can then pull that call back to my soft phone. Now, the other unique part of what Unify uh, provide is we have three telephony connectors, uh, two of which are designed to, if you like, interface the new world of UCC, the circuit element, into existing PBX telephony systems that may be on site. And so what we're doing there is we're bringing the, the sort of real-time collaboration experience from a soft client and the traditional telephony with handsets, and we'll bring in those worlds together so that I can make and receive telephony, uh, you know, PSTN telephony calls from 
within a circuit client. And, and, and that's very unique to be able to do that. So whatever phone system you've got, providing it's a sort of SIP trunk enabled, okay, you can SIP circuit on top and you know, everyone has a similar experience, but the actual telephony part is provided by the, the vendor that you've already got. That interoperability in terms of the, the phone system integration and the, the use of WebRTC in the development, that those really are a couple of very unique differentiators in comparison to the rest of the industry. Certainly for where we are at the moment. So we have four years of development, you know, 100 sprints in, and the ability now literally to give exactly the same experience regardless of the device and leveraging the existing investment that's there if it needs to be all tails back to you know protecting the investments that organizations have already made helping users transition from you know the old way of working uh, which has been very transactional and um, scheduled to now a more ad hoc dynamic way of working but being able to span those worlds uh, while the, while you're going through that transformation. And you were talking before about the importance, and I know you're on the front line of installations of circuit and, and customers adopting those and the user adoption piece. And I know you were talking it's very important for, for a whole organization to, to, to look at adopting these platforms. In the four years with Circuit, what have you seen is the effect on business culture and processes when a company really do engage with, with the platform? So I think that's, that's you've hit the, the nail right on the head there, is you know, businesses transforming and, and they want IT to um, fuel that transformation. And they want, we, we, we now need to do more with less. You know, organizations are, are, need to be agile. We haven't got, you know, three people doing the same job. We've typically got one person doing three jobs. So, so we need them to be able to work and collaborate in a very dynamic, ad hoc way. And as we've already said on this podcast, that, you know, business is changing constantly. So when we go in, the first thing organizations uh, want to be able to do is deploy the IT solution rapidly and cloud gives you that that possibility to do that um, so just to put that into context Unify has the largest deployment on the planet of UCC somewhere in the region of 300 plus thousand users across you know a hundred odd countries just to put that into context we probably rolled out a hundred thousand users plus in six weeks so within six weeks, 100,000 users were up and running on circuit. So the dynamic way of being able to get people a login account, get them logged in, um, is very rapid. Then to get them using the system with the sort of ability to drive that, uh, um, that system was achieved in, in, in six weeks. Now, once you've, got, once you've got those people using it and they're starting to live inside these conversations, there's, they're actually just got a single window where they're, if you like, looking at textual posts that have context because they're in a certain conversation. You can add and remove users, members, we call them, into those conversations so other people can then see conversation history so they can come up to speed themselves. And you've also got the dynamic collaboration, screen sharing, whiteboarding uh, facilities that are in there. Now, typically what that means is 
or knowledge workers in organizations, one of the questions that I ask people frequently when I go into organizations is how many knowledge workers have you got? These are the go-to people that always have the answers. You know, they've been in the business. They've been in the industry a long time. Um, they, they, they always have the right answer or they know how I can get the answer. So people, other people in the organization levitate to those. And what you ask is those knowledge workers, how many times do you get asked the same question? within a week and, and and the answer is you know although it ranges is very high where we then appoint circuit and where circuit really does come into its own is what we need to do is get those knowledge workers to take their implicit knowledge that's the knowledge they carry around in their heads and put it into a circuit conversation as soon as they do that the next person that comes along and asks a question and the answer is in a circuit conversation, I just make that person a member of that conversation so that they can go and find that information themselves. And what we find is over time, the organization becomes more self-serving. So I, I, as the knowledge worker, have more time because I've serviced that request quickly. So I'm not having to explain the answer. I'm just saying, no, no trouble, Patrick. I'll add you to the conversation. Have a look in there, and, and you'll see the answer. So, so now you've got to go and find it. But once you do find that answer, the answer that you're looking for, you also find within the textual chat that's around it the context that it was put into. The other thing you see is the other people that asked the question. So somebody could have asked a question a week ago, two weeks ago, in exactly the same environment that I've got, and now I've now got a link to that person, and I can go and speak to them about, have they deployed it, did it work, were there any things I need to know before I go and do uh, put the answer into, into action. So what you see is the whole organization start to raise its know-how and, and expertise. At the same time, you're giving those knowledge workers breathing space to evolve their level of understanding and knowledge, okay? And, and so the whole thing is, is self-perpetuating. And, and that's a profound effect of having team collaboration in, in that you can work in that dynamic way. I know from personal experience that I've wasted an enormous amount of time of knowledge workers in previous businesses that I've been involved in. So ju just from a, a, an efficiency productivity thing from the knowledge workers, even leaving aside, you know, the generating a self-service culture, that, that must that is potentially huge. It is, and and we've done um, we've done some measurements um, on a number of our customers, and and typically we find that a, a knowledge worker can save realistically forty five minutes a day. Which, if you scaled over a, a, a course of a working year, and you sort of did some computational maths on it, so that you know, not all of that time is going to be spent productive, you'd easily save that person uh, 11 days a year, which again, if you multiply that by thousands of, 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 of people, that's a big number. That's a hu hugely dramatic potential potential saving. And j just lastly, Andrew, as I said, I know you're on the front line of this. You've had four years of, of circuit going around the, around the globe. What are some of the most profound and interesting things you've seen in terms of real world deployments? That, that you've been doing with Circa? I know you've mentioned some already. The, the thing that is the most profound is 
the once the users embrace the tool set and they make it theirs, they start to achieve things that they didn't think is possible. They start to live in what I class as the ad hoc world rather than the scheduling world. So, and I always say say to people, if, if I've got a brilliant idea, um, I want to be able to share that as quickly as possible. Um, I don't want to hang on to that brilliant idea and share it in two weeks' time when I can get everyone scheduled to be on a call. Absolutely. You want to take advantage of that spontaneity of innovation. Exactly. exactly. And I want, I want people to spark off of my enthusiasm. So I want, to, I want to get it out there as quickly as possible. So you know, for me, ad hoc working is, is far better than a sort of scheduled type working. Um, you know, you can see me sitting here at the moment talking to you. My arms are going, my hands are, uh, uh, are sort of working away because I'm, you know, I, I want to show people the, the benefits of, of using this this tool. So, of course, this is where video comes in and, uh, you know, so I can, you know, so people can see how excited I am about it and hopefully they'll feed off of that. Uh, the other thing is once, once you've started to get that ad hoc nature and you get this new workflow element within your organizations, what typically happens is users then start to drive process change. If I've got a new tool and uh, that tool is now the vein of the communication, the collaboration, both internally and externally within the organization, okay, typically processes, business processes that I've had for 20, 30 years need to change as well. But the profound bit is that the users start to make those changes themselves based on the new way of the, that they are working. And for me, they are the most successful changes in any organization are the ones where they're driven by the users. Well, I mean, it's fascinating talking to you and understanding how circuit can really transform user experience and culture and processes so andrew thank you so much for coming onto the podcast to tell him to tell me more about unify and circuit you're very welcome patrick thank you massive thanks to andrew for coming onto the podcast and telling me all about unify circuit if you want to learn more about unify or circuit head to uctoday.com and there is loads more related content there this episode is part of our technology track for august which focuses on team collaboration so we have a lot of specific features looking into the topic in more detail simply click on the tech track tab in the toolbar of uc today to find all the related posts that's it for today's episode though so as always thanks for listening